Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. This is Nicole DeVincentis. I am the founder, the president, whatever. Maybe I'm the CEO of the Transformation Gold Coaching and Training Academy. It's great to have you with us here. This podcast, we're actually right in the middle of a series, which is entitled The Art of Recreating Yourself, um, also known as It's Never Too Late to Recreate Yourself. And our goal with these podcasts is very simple. You know, we know that when you come to a transition point in your life and you're on that road towards goal achievement, Everything that you're aspiring to attain and you're stretching to achieve, it requires you to show up differently. It requires a different version of you. And we're well aware of that. And there's a lot of individuals out there who have either become so complacent or so rooted in who they are or who they have been up to this point, whether who they are as... um, a career individual or who they have been in terms of, you know, position in a family that when it comes time for making a transition, whether this is major life change or again, a voluntary awesome goal that you're stretching to attain, it's how do you make that transition from how I've been operating to what seems to be like a completely different person. And that really is what we're talking about, that art of recreating yourself. You are who you are in your core. Like you are that awesome person. You are the person with a heart of gold. But as you go along, life circumstances, your experiences, situations, things that you're exposed to, things that you learn... Either you can misinterpret, you know, some of the the things that you have seen and it causes you to view the world in a certain way. You can view it as a very harsh place and, you know, maybe a period of time you've been operating, you know, kind of in a, in a soldier's shell and kind of like a shield of armor. And when it's time for you to do something new, you have to learn how to soften some of those edges. Likewise, if you've been operating in the opposite end, maybe you've been a stay-at-home mom for the past 15 years and now you're taking on a new role. Maybe you're going back into the workforce. Maybe you are somebody who's working through a divorce and this is challenging you to come and show up in a stronger version of yourself because you have family responsibilities, you have household responsibilities, you have, you know, budgetary responsibilities. There's all these new responsibilities that you have and your goal is to have, you know, maybe peace at home or, you know, a higher state of income, you know, whatever that is, it always causes these major shifts to occur, not just in your day-to-day operations, but more so it can challenge who you have been up to this point and it makes you feel like you can never do it. Like it becomes like a stopping block. Like it seems like where you are and where you want to be is so far away. And this even has application to the health and fitness world. I mean, think about if you've ever trained for an event. You know, me, I'm not much of a distance runner not because I don't think that I'm capable. I honestly, I don't have interest in it. But if I, if I were to think about running, what's longer than a 3k, whatever the next thing up, like just the thought of it, like what it would have to take. 
Like for me to move from, you know, who I've been as an athlete to an endurance distance runner, granted, I don't want to do it. But the point of the case is like, I have to show up differently. I've got to train differently. I've got to learn new tactics and strategies. And sometimes that in and of itself, depending on what you are aspiring to achieve, that state of overwhelm is enough to keep you stuck. And it doesn't have to be that way right? And then if you stay stuck, then you just stay disappointed. Then that's when the negative committee inside of your head turns on. And all of a sudden it's like this crazy cycle of you can't do it. You can never do it. Maybe you tried to do it. You're too old to do it. It's too late to do it. Nobody's going to help you. No one's going to like you. People are going to think that you're weird. And it goes on and on and on. Meanwhile, time keeps moving. And then a month, six months, a whole entire year goes by and you've not taken any progress. Do not take any action. You don't have any progress. But what happens with that lack of progress, the world at large, time keeps on moving forward and change keeps on incurring and you've not done anything to change and advance your station. So instead of you actually remaining where you are, it's actually like taking a step back. It's like, it's like if you pull up to a stoplight and the cars start moving forward, but you don't go. So now it's not that you are just not in motion. Now you're behind people because change is inevitable and things are keeping to move forward. So that's why, you know, regardless of how you apply these 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 strategies and these tactics in your life, whether it's personal, it's professional, it's in any dimension, you know, it's it's always about making choices and choosing powerful choices that yes, this is what I'm doing. No, I'm not doing that. Right. And then there's always consequences for both. You may not like consequences that come about from having to make a choice. And even if you dig your heels in the sand and you think, well, I'm not going to make a choice, not making a choice or even digging your heels in the sand is still a choice. And there's consequences to that. Right. So at the end, you know, you've got to be a dynamic, adaptable human being. But let's keep this on the positive side. Like for those of us who are out there and there's things that we want to do. And you know what? Like I want to be. I don't know, a multimillionaire. I don't know any multimillionaires. I've never seen anybody in my, you know, real normal world. I, I've heard about them. They're kind of out there. But I, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> Maybe I'm working at a minimum wage job. All right. Perfect example with me. All right. If you don't know anything about me, I actually come from a nursing background and I made a decision several years back that uh, I didn't want to remain working as a clinical nurse anymore. I wasn't happy with the level of compensation that was out there um, with the amount of work that was required. And I wanted to be able to also have more time with my family. I wanted to make a bigger impact on the world. They had like a lot of different things. And so basically, I left the nursing industry after a 20-year investment uh, of time and effort and energy and money. I left an entire network of, you know, people who were calling me for work. And um, I was never without job offers. And I wanted to start anew. And I did. I started my own company. And in the very beginning, some of the things that I was doing, you know, while, you know, people were like, oh, this is so nice. It wasn't profitable. So for me to make that transition, getting back to the point, like, how do you move from, you know, this person to multimillionaire, 
not because of what you can purchase with that money, but because of the freedom that comes along with moving yourself to a higher station and, you know, not having to use for me money as an excuse not to do anything. You know, at this point in time, I'm 45 years old. I've never been married. I do not have any sort of financial safety net, whether that comes in the form of a man or a pension plan, like there's nothing there. And so I knew that, you know, my goals, if it's all right that I share them with you, is I still want to have a family. And I don't know what God has in store for me. Um, I am... Now, today, I firmly believe that I will be married at some point. I'm confident that the man that I'm going to be marrying actually knows who I am. I don't know that I know who he is, or even if I do, I'm confident that God has him in a state of preparation um, as he has been preparing me. So I I can tell you that now that's how I view this. Um, All this stuff is going on, but even if that never comes to fruition, I still would like to have children. So how can I do that? I can adopt. But in order for me to be able to spend time with them and instill in them my values and my teachings, I need to have the time to do that. And working as a clinical nurse to be able to, you know, afford everything that we want and, you know, put ourselves with that time freedom. For me, not only did I not have an interest in doing it in nursing, if I did, I probably would have stayed there, but it it just, it it was always producing the same disappointing results. Like I, I felt that I had a lot more potential um, and that I, I deserved to be compensated for the gifts that I have developed and what I bring to the table. And the only way for me to do that is to go out there and invent something and bring it either to a business which is already in existence and or up and run my own entire operation. And so the Transformation Gold Coaching and Training Academy right now is a, digi- is a digital platform and it was built that way on purpose so that I could have not only global reach, but so that I could cater to individuals who are time starved and also um, be able to take this as a system and plug it into another person's, another corporation's personal development program, which they may or may not even have, right? Which is then going to give me an additional stream of income. So you see what I'm saying? And mind you, while I'm building this, I actually have a part-time job. Uh, I work in retail. I've never had a retail job in my whole entire life. Nursing school, I worked in the restaurant business because it paid more money than retail did. And um, I I am a minimum wage earner part-time. But it's allowing me uh, to actually see business that's non-healthcare relate- related. You know, all respect in the world. I come from healthcare. I love it. I was not resting comfortably with their business practices. Um, some of the ethical decisions that they make, but also how the fiscal year was running. That it was like a cyclical, a cyclical thing. That mid-year, they always seem to go bankrupt with their budget. And I don't know if that's because I've been living in Illinois, and that's. <laughs> right at this point, like, I'll just throw it right out there, like, all of our governors are in prison, and are in prison, and our state is bankrupt, so this is not the model place for me to learn how to run a business, this has been the model place for me to learn what not to do, but in order for me to make that jump from who I was as a nurse, okay, and as a reminder, or an introduction to you, 
when I was working as a clinical nurse, I wasn't just any nurse. I will confidently 100% look you dead in your eye and tell you that my goal as a nurse was to be the best practitioner, irregardless of licensure. My goal in terms of position was to be a flight nurse. And I achieved that goal. I was invited into a flight program, but you run independently. You don't have a doctor with you as flight medic was the configuration. And the goal with that program, we worked for a very esteemed uh, program. And the goal was to be able to help fix the state of an individual, no matter how many things were wrong with them, like how old they were, or how many doctors or other healthcare professionals had been taking care of them before our arrival. So in order for me to fit that mold, I had to move from what would be a standard nurse to being the excellent, the best practitioner so that I could have conversations with physicians who had years of experience that stretched far beyond mine, specialties which, you know, were probably eons away from what, you know, an average day-to-day nurse or even a specialist nurse would ever incur. And I did that. Like I put in the time, I put in the effort, I put in the freaking money. Like I've got hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in my education. And, you know, I was able to get to that apex. Well, when you move over and you do a different goal, and that's not to impress you, that's to impress upon you the point of what you have to become in order to have that goal, all right? And that's the topic for today. When you're looking to recreate yourself, okay, and this could be, this could be, uh, I need to get myself in health and fitness, and right now I'm immobile. My body's in pain. I'm coming out of some sort of rehabilitative therapy. Uh, I don't know. I've been on bed rest. I, I don't know what this looks like for you, but it doesn't mean like for me, this is major life change, career change. This could be something small. Like I have to build up the strength and the stamina and the balance to be able to walk down the driveway so that I can begin to walk around the block so that I can begin to walk around two blocks, right? But maybe that's not you right now. Maybe you've been locked away in your house. You've been a gamer or something like that. Like we all come from different places and every person has a beginning. I'm here as like living testimony that, yeah, I may do some stuff, which is, you know, nobody else does the shit that I do, but that's why God put me here because of those strengths and those talents and those gifts that I'm here now to be able to communicate to you. It doesn't matter where you're starting from. Everybody has a beginning and what you have to have is that mindset, that champion mindset that says, I'm here, I'm committing to this process and committing to everything that I have to do to achieve the goal. But I've never done this before. I've never seen this before. Where I am, where I want to be is such a wide gap. It's like trying to swim across, I don't know, some river, which, you know, it's moving fast, right? And as as it hits the rocks, like it gets, what are those things called? Whitewater rafting. That's what I'm thinking. Like it's trying to like swim across that. That's what it seems like. And I get it. I've been there too. Um, in different places. And I'll tell you that there's strength in the mind. Okay. Now, one thing when you're coaching with me is I focus a lot on mindset, but 
I do so because the individuals who come into my academy and coach with me and train with me and attend my seminars and are listening to you know our nationwide uh, champion mindset coaching calls, and you, you're here. Like I deal with individuals who have giant hearts. So this is never like trying to make you into a robot. This is never trying to, you know, get you to lose your heart or become cold. I believe that my goal is taking that strength, the skill sets that go into that and show you how you, you have your heart. Your heart is what, it's like having the heart of a warrior and the mind of a champion, right? It's not that you you can't do it. It's, it's you can. It's sometimes when you're stretching towards a goal, uh, especially if you're going to be the beneficiary of it, is that everyone talks about having a why. But maybe at this point in time, your why is not here yet. Maybe your why has not presented itself. Maybe your why you've been alone for a long time. And I, I'm telling you this because I've been there. And, you know, I have loving friends and family, but it's always kind of been like me operating in in soul and you know how do you then move forward if you don't have that why or whatever so you it can start in your mind that's the point that I'm trying to to make here and that's why I leverage that champion mindset so when you are looking to recreate yourself you know we can tell you be clear on your goals you know put yourself on a timeline you got to do the work you got to be patient you got to you know in be you trust the process blah 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 but if you do not believe that you can do it how in the f are you supposed to actually do it right i mean let's be honest here like I, there's even if you don't say it out loud, there's no way in hell I could do that. Not because like for me, I don't have an interest in becoming a distance runner. Like how in the F am I ever going to do? I'm not sure that I could ever even do that. Right. And if that's you, welcome to the freaking club. All right. Every single person has that conversation at one point in time. It's that some of us choose not to spend a lot of time energizing that and others do. Okay, so if you're at that juncture, I don't care which, you know, which side you're on, like you're just looking at this thing like, no, I don't think I could do it. Or, you know, here I am and I'm ready to carpe this damn diem, although I've never done this thing before. You're both at the same starting point. It's just that in your own world, you're at different places. Okay, so with this podcast, The Art of Recreating Yourself, what I'm leveraging here is the power of your mind to help you make that mindset shift which then we will channel emotion into and that's what gets your heart involved and that's what gives you maximal power so it's kind of like um it's like a snowball if you would how we begin like we make this tiny little snowball we put it on the hill we start rolling it down the hill it gets more snow it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and then pretty soon that thing is so big and so heavy and you get that thing moving like you don't even have to push it anymore it's like watch out anybody who's standing underneath it like my snowball of momentum is coming and I'm going to be able to crush any obstacle that stands in my way Okay, 
not like innocent children who are standing at the bottom of the mountain. Don't misinterpret me, okay? <laughs> this is a family program we're running here. All right? So with this podcast, it's never too late to recreate yourself. And this is all about the art of recreating yourself. Up to this point, I've given you a couple of different action steps on how to make that mental switch, okay, to becoming the person that you have to become in order to have the thing that you want to have, okay? Um, I should make a note of this, all right? I'm doing these podcasts, you know, live. I'm not, you know, reading off of a script. And so there's many times when I'm speaking, like there's another teaching concept that has to come up here in order for us to have full clarity and understanding on the action steps, all right? What we need to discuss here quickly is how you, what we call, you know, the chronology of how you set your goals, Okay, so pause the art of recreating yourself. Let's talk about goal setting here for one quick second and then we'll go back, take a quick sidestep. When you're ordering your goals or writing your goals, a lot of people make a mistake in that they will say, example, once I have lost 50 pounds, then I will be healthy or then I will be fit. Okay, and if I can draw your attention to two words, okay, once I have all right, so the keyword is have lost 50 pounds, then I will be, keyword is be, fit and healthy, okay? They think that once they have something, then they will become it, but that's wrong. That's backwards. The correct order is that you have to become something. You have to be something first in order to have it, okay? So this is where we begin in the mind, All right. When you decide on what the goal is, you've got full goal clarity. I want to be a multimillionaire. I want to be a triathlete. I want to be, uh, I don't know, the CEO of the best, you know, training and coaching organization, you know, in the country or in the world, whatever that looks like for you. I want to be the best parent. I want to be, you know, I I want to have, you know, love and peace and, and good times in my home, whatever that is. You have to become that person who is capable of being in possession of it. Okay, you have to become that person who makes every decision as though they have that thing already. (sighs) Okay, here's where accountability fits in. Okay, how do you do that if you've never had it before? All right, well, how do you do this? You got to get information, you got to learn what the people who have the thing that you're looking to have do. How do they structure their day? How do they commit their energy? How do they commit their time? How do they commit their resources? How do they navigate over obstacles? You know, because nobody, life doesn't happen in a vacuum. It's like nobody, you know, lives without other people coming in and you you got kids and responsibilities and blah, blah, blah. Like, how do these people do it, right? This is where your research online and following different people online, like there's so much opportunity to do this, you know, reading autobiographies, reading, you know, historical things you know, how did these people do this? This is where you get to leverage what the greats have done, right? And now you're suddenly clear on what it is that I want. Here's other people, they have done this before, something very similar to do it. And here's how they had success. Am I making decisions as clear, cut and dry as they did? Do you see what I'm saying? See how this starts to like piece together now? All right. So when you want to have something, you have to become it first. But if you're at that point where where you are and where you want to be, 
so that you could become that person to do the stuff so that you can have the thing. I know that you're following this. Right? <laughs> so if you're at that juncture and it seems so far, because it's a, it almost seems like a different identity for you, um, you know, as long as this thing is rooted in good, you know, what you have to do is you have to take that negative slant or the I can't do this or, you know what, I, I, I am a housewife, I'm not a working woman, whatever that looks like for you. Or if this is a change in your life, this is a transition point, you have to re, like realize or recognize what no longer serves you. Sometimes it's that identity. Sometimes it's how people treat you in relationships. Sometimes it's your financial situation. Sometimes it's your work ethic, like you, whatever the thing. So this podcast right here, this is either our third or our fourth along that scale of the art of recreating yourself. And it's never too late to recreate yourself. I've given you action steps up to this point. So the first one was make a list of the things that no longer serve you. The next one was make a refusal list based on those things. I refuse to have this much fat on my body. I refuse to allow money uh, to be used as an excuse for the reasons why I can't do X, Y, and Z. Okay, this is how we step up into our power. This is how we're starting to now recruit emotion, right? This isn't like, I don't think I can do that. This is 100% like I refuse to let this you know, thing that no longer serves me control my life. I mean, can you feel the energy dynamic changing here from that first podcast? And if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it, to this one. Can you feel that energy flip in my voice? It's because of that momentum. It's that energy, okay? And it's the same thing with you. Momentum is way easier to steer than it is to generate. Those first two podcasts were to help you spark and generate that momentum. Now we need to steer it, okay? What do we do with this? I've identified what no longer serves me. I have clearly listed out the things that I refuse to do. This is, I mean, if you could see me, like, picture, like, my palm is up. The other hand is, like, chopping down with the side of my hand. I refuse refuse to do that. Great. Okay. Now what we're going to be doing is we're going to be wording goals as though we have achieved them already. Okay. So I refuse to have this much fat on my body. Okay. Now when we write the goals out, when we verbalize the goals, this is what's the end goal. Okay. What we need to do is keep everything in what we call the positive sense. Okay, not I don't want to be fat. Okay, that may be, you know, it. But if you can give yourself something to aspire to have, what is it that you want? It's not so much that you don't want to have fat on your body as it is. Perhaps you want a tight felt physique or you want to have a very athletic, you know, high, high performance athletic body. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see the difference there? One is, I don't want fat on my body, is viewing something like that's painful for you. What is it that brings pleasure to you? Even, I don't care if you think that you can do this or not, that's irrelevant. Okay, we're still up in the mind over here. We're, we're moving into who we have to become to do the stuff in order to have that end goal. That's why clarity of goals is so immensely important. You have to know what it is that you want. If you only know what you don't want, then you flip it. 
okay? You do what's called a pivot turn. You do the exact opposite, okay? So it's not, I don't want to have all this fat on my body. I want to have a lean, svelte, high-performance body that's athletic, that's strong, that's flexible, you know, fill in blank, okay? And I use athleticism and fitness because it's something I think most people can readily, you know, get, but you can do the same thing with money. You can do the same thing with, you know, self-talk, You know, I refuse to talk badly to myself. What do I want? I want to be my best friend. I want to have, you know, peace in my mind. I want to be empowered. I I don't know. I want to have self-confidence. I want to have, you know, the courage to stand up and begin public speaking. Like, what is that? Like, you want to create what it is that you want instead of focusing on what you don't want. Okay, energy flows where attention goes. We train you to focus on what it is that you want. Then you're going to start to narrow your focus. You're going to see all the shit, which becomes a distraction, which does nothing to move you forward. Okay, and again, with this right now, we're focusing on mindset training. Okay, and it's going to cause a little bit of a shift, my heartfelt friends, because it's going to seem foreign to you. It may seem like you're becoming very robotic like, but the but the deal is this, is that when you're making transitions, major life transitions, you know, small day-to-day things in your operations to do things which serve you better. When you are 100% heart led or you get so enrolled and caught up in your emotions and emotions are God's gift, like they're supposed to be there. But thinking about this, this is mindset training here. How do you recreate yourself? It's not done just with your heart. Like you always have to bring your brain with it. When you're too much in your feels, usually the decisions that you make are wrong. Can you think of any financial decision that you've ever made with your feelings that ended up honest to God, look yourself in the eye, in the mirror and say, yes, 100%, that was the best thing I ever did for my financial situation. No, it's not, right? Same thing when you're in an argument, you're caught up in the heat of the moment, what you said in the heat of the moment, because you allowed your emotions to lead you, excuse me, did it end up with peaceful and effective resolve of the situation? No, it usually makes it worse. Usually you fire stuff out of your mouth. You say a whole bunch of stuff that you, you totally regret 30 minutes later. It tarnishes your relationship. It destroys trust. It hurts the other person's feelings. Now you have to play the game of repair and blah, blah. You see what I'm saying? And so when you're in mindset training, what we train you to do is to be able to command your emotionality. It's not that you become robotic, okay? It's not that you don't feel. It's that when you are goal-oriented, and again, especially if this is major life transition, your feelings are going to freaking get you and they're going to pull you down. And then comes the negative self-talk. I mean, this is literally like if you were crossing that, uh, you know, the white waters of whatever that thing is, your white water rafting or you're swimming across the channel. I, I don't do that sport, so I don't know I'm using the right words. But the point is this, is your feelings 
they're going to get you sucked up in that undertow and in the waves. And then the negative self-talk is going to be those waves coming on your head. No, you can't do this. You've never done this. You're, you suck. You're stupid. You're never going to be able to do anything better. Everybody's better than you. You're fat. You're ugly. Blah, 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 blah. Like it is merciless and you will literally feel like you're drowning. That's when you have to have those powerful tools to be able to step up. Okay, yeah, I feel like I'm drowning. Oh, put your feet down, put your anchor leg down. Oh, holy shit, the water is only three feet deep and here I am letting this thing pull me away and I could have stood up the whole entire time, right? That's literally like the mental, uh, maybe gymnastics, the mental exercise that we're doing put down an analogy where you can understand it. Does that make sense? I hope that you're getting something from this podcast that you can see how easy it actually is to step over, recreate yourself, do something new, and you can actually leverage the power of your mind in order to be able to do it no matter where you are, no matter what your current station in life is, no matter how far away it is that you think that you are from achieving your goal, you can totally do it, okay? So your assignment for today is... Define your goal. What is it that you want? You've already written out what no longer serves you. You've already written your refusal list. Now I want you to be listing out what it is that you want in as clear and descript and distinct as you can possibly make it. Do not abbreviate this. Okay, say exactly what it is that you want. I want to have a freaking rocking body. I want to have financial freedom. I want to have parties for hundreds of people at my palace in England. I don't know. I don't know what this is you like make sure that you write it and when you look at that goal don't worry if you're meeting resistance okay it seems like it's too big too far away you're never going to achieve it if you're at that point don't worry about it force yourself force yourself to write out exactly what it is that you want okay and then when we come back for the next we'll be taking the next section steps all right now we're getting to the good points All right, the good parts here. So let's make it a great day. Go out there and carpe your damn diem. (laughs) And I'll talk to you next time.